It takes money. Yeah, I think he definitely blew it early. You, there's definitely way better ways to deceive your girlfriend. <laughs> Just because you repressed the memories doesn't mean it didn't happen. You don't know what to do with black beans. If you're alone in the zombie apocalypse with black beans, what are you doing with them? Yeah, Jeets. She gave me some things. Way Seaboat. Queen Radio. Insane ramblings. I know what July feels like. I know what January feels like. Do you know what April feels like? I know April better than I know January and July. Really? Yeah, definitely. When people say like, oh, this is an unseasonable January that we're having. Yeah, you would. that would be blazing hot, wouldn't it? Or freezing cold. Well, I guess it depends what hemisphere you're in. No, I mean, because it's summer here, it's yeah. usually quite hot. So, to yeah. be unseasonable, if it was freezing, that would yeah. be unseasonable. Exactly. But if I feel it was like blazing hot. Yeah, January, if it's blazing hot, that's normal here. Oh, I was thinking if it was like 60 degrees and like you were melting to the tarmac or something. You'd be okay. like, that's unseasonable. <laughs> All right, well, yes, even... <laughs> Even more ridiculously hot would be unseasonable. But it, the <laughs> yes. point is, I've got like a frame of reference, right? Same with uh, July or, or June even. It's like usually damn cold. So you're like, all right, if it's unseasonable July, it's probably going to be uh, pretty damn warm. Like blazing hot. Yeah. Yeah. So when you started saying, I know what they feel like, mm-hmm. I thought you meant like the vibe. Like, you know, I know January vibe. I know July vibe. And I was like, I have the worst vibe of July. I don't know what really? the vibe of July is. I know what the vibe of April is. What's, What's the April? vibe of July? What's your April vibe? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what your July vibe is if well, you're July so good at my, knowing the feel. July is my birthday month. Yeah, I know that. Well, I'm just saying like, that's the vibe. It's a good month for me because they're like, ah, oh, presents. That's not everyone's vibe, though. I'm not talking like, about everyone's January. vibe. I'm talking about my vibe. No, no, you can't. You're saying you know the vibe. <laughs> what of do July. you mean you can't? It's not like it's my birthday. That's not everyone's vibe. It doesn't everyone's have to be every- for January. We're not talking about everyone's vibe. We're talking about my vibe. Yes, we are. <laughs> if you say I know the the feel, not my feel. I know the feel of January. That implies that we're all feeling it. Well, so January, no one, <laughs> January definitely has January its feel. January does have a general vibe. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I know the vibe of January. You've just come off December, which is, that's got a huge Christmas vibe. And oh, January's, see, it has a vibe. Yeah, January's like the summer holidays and yeah, you're getting ready to get back to work and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, good yeah. vibes. I would say January has good vibes. Until like the last few days before you go back to work and you're like, ah, oh, these are dark days. No, even then, it's still good vibes. It's like, I remember my holiday. It was recent. Yeah. You don't have those vibes in July. I'm stranded between holidays. So, what, what's your April vibe? You seem very confident. I don't know. It. It's like, <laughs> it's the vibe of like getting into sweater weather, starting to cool down. You know, the kind of fall vibe that they have in the States, but just the opposite end of the year because it's Australia. You know, your pumpkin spice latte vibe. So, do you think this has been a seasonable or unseasonable April? Seasonable. It's okay. usually pretty warm in April. Right. But I would know. say May has been cold and rainier than usual. Am I on? Because I don't check the weather. I don't know. I don't leave the house. So I mean, It has been cold and rainy, but we're like five days into May. So, it's hard to... I would say unseasonable. Because my birthday, again, it is true that for you, 
your frame of reference is off your birthday because my birthday's in March and everyone's like, oh, that's after summer's done. So no one thinks as much as being hot. But if you think back to all of my birthdays you've been at, how have you felt? Uncomfortable. I don't know. Like, that's the Due thing. to heat just and vibe. March and April just are a blur of like it could so just So think be... back to my last birthday party at my house. It was blazing hot. Was that when we were like hanging around the pool and stuff? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, that was good weather. I feel like what, like around 30 degrees Celsius? Right. And like remember that pub we went to when I had a joined birthday with the milk thief and another friend? We were like sweating in there. But again, like I've had birthdays in July that it's been a beautiful... You've never had a pool party. (laughs) No, but I've had like outdoor birthday parties. (laughs) And it was an unseasonable birthday party. You can't go by one day for the whole month is all I'm saying. Oh, I know. But I'm just thinking if every birthday I've had, my 30th, again, blazing hot. So I'm like, if every birthday I've had was really warm, I can safely assume that it's generally pretty warm in the middle of March, which is when my birthday is. Maybe that's why you've got a good April vibe. It's because you're just coming off your birthday. Everyone knows what their birthday month feels like. <laughs> okay, here's, here's another one. What's October's vibe? No I one know knows. No, one, no one's going to feel do. for October. Spooky, spooky vibe. That's true, yeah, I guess. But um, I was thinking like weather-wise. Oh, no, we're back to vibe. Back That's to not vibe. Few- yeah, October is yeah, definitely yeah. like the um, Halloween vibe. Yeah, November? Yeah. November, again, it's like, November? I guess since Thanksgiving is kind of slowly creeping into Australian society, like mm. I consume so much American media that we get a bit yeah. of a Thanksgiving vibe, but also like you're gearing up for Christmas. Like there's a whole... Thank you. That's exactly what I would have said. Gearing up for Christmas vibe. Yeah. There is general vibes of month because I feel like it's the month where you're like, it's almost Christmas, but you're not into Christmas shopping. Yeah. Uh, as soon as the spook is over. You got to like the things are still like the Christmas decorations and whatnot are still showing up on store shelves though. Because as soon as yeah. October's over, then it's like, all right, all the Halloween decorations in the bin, Christmas are coming out, get ready. Because I would say the months with the least vibe, July, August. Everything else has a vibe. Yeah, I'll give you August. I guess I'm like tainted by... Uh, Biased. By yeah. birthday bias. <laughs> I'll be fair. I don't think March has that much of a vibe. No, I've got like apart from your birthday, that's like about the only frame of reference I've got for March. Yeah, look, it's not a vibey month, so I'm with you on that. We don't have vibey birthday months. Maybe that's why they're so great for us and others. We punctuate the month. (laughs) Well, I always liked having a (laughs) July birthday because it's like directly in the middle of the year. So you're splitting your presents perfectly between Christmas and um, birthday. Like it's the optimal amount of time to have passed to get like a good gift. That's so true. If you've got a birthday in January or December then everyone just combines the present into one. Yeah, Mine's a little too close to Valentine's Day. That's my birthday's problem. It's only a couple of weeks after. Yeah, okay. When I was like dating my high school girlfriend, it was always a nightmare because we had Christmas in December. Then uh, her birthday was in January. Then February was Valentine's Day. And so by the time you get to that, it's like I've just had three back-to-back months of Oh, and our anniversary, <laughs> our anniversary was in April. So it's like Ugh. four back-to-back months. There's only so many DS games I can buy you. 
They've only released one Animal Crossing a year. Oh, yeah, Nintendo. We've got to start cranking them out between January, <laughs> uh, December and uh, April. Just so That's I can, right. Uh, They're the only... Yeah, and get- she still never got her cell phone light up ring thing. I know. I'm With that many events that close together. I can't and believe it's such it. a big hit. <laughs> <laughs> I must have been uh, broke that year. Uh, yeah, it's real. What's up, everybody? This is Ben. And this is Vicky. And you're listening to Insane Ramblings, episode 209, a very energetic episode. Mm-hmm. So, uh, being on lockdown, as we all are, mm-hmm. I have definitely started purchasing things that I probably wouldn't need outside of lockdown. Okay. Like taking up a few couple of hobbies or wound up, I guess, a couple of hobbies that won't continue in such an intense way on the other end. So we've already uh, discovered your shadow boxing. Right. I know you talked about going on a uh, a series of dates in your lounge room, which required various purchases. Uh, yeah. So there was the fishing one that we just had. Yeah. Have you had your drive-in movie yet? Is that still uh, on the Not cards? Not yet. No, that's coming up. <laughs> so I injured my leg, as I mentioned on one of the other podcasts, which kind of makes it hard to like surprise your partner when they have to like saving private Ryan guide you between rooms. You know, that kind of army yeah, hole yeah. where you get someone under it. Yeah. You told that story That was the only episode. way I could get around. Yeah. Well, that's the only way I could get around for like a week. So my ability to surprise him was minimal. Well, I feel like even without that, we're all basically trapped in the same apartment with each other. Like, yeah. it's, especially with you, you've basically got uh, a One bedroom room. and a lounge room. Yeah. There's not, like if, like I, for instance, my roommate Julian and I, I was uh, trying to find him to watch some TV earlier in the week. And you were like, where could you possibly be? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I know you're not out. <laughs> you've got... <laughs> Literally three options. That's you're in your bathroom, your bedroom, or the living room. Well, that's the thing. I'm like, you're not in your or bedroom. maybe my bathroom. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why, but like, like, I don't know. Yeah. Taking a little vacation in the other bathroom. That's exactly it. I was like, yeah, I know you're not in your bedroom and you're not in the other room. I guess you're dead or something. Like, what the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> Have you like slid down the the like garbage garbage chute? Yeah. Like there's very... Like you've lubed up. You've had to go out. So you've lubed up and slid down the garbage chute to get out for a half an hour. <laughs> it was the only option. I like to think that he was like having a shower in your bathroom just to kind of like have a little holiday. To mess with me. Yeah. That's the Not one. even to mess with you. Just to be like... I can't literally go anywhere, so I thought, you know, right, this you know, is, variety's the spice of life. <laughs> yeah, this is the one unexplored territory of the apartment. <laughs> I guess I'll see what it's like. Right. Yeah, like, I wonder what it's like to shower in this bathroom. We should cut a deal where we can uh, trade bathrooms for an evening and uh, just experience the other side of it, just for something different. <laughs> exactly. Where'd you find him? The laundry. He just magically appeared in the lounge room later again. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. Oh, that's weird. I guess he just temporarily turned invisible. <laughs> so I've gotten really into exercise since we've been um, on lockdown. So I generally do like dancing and I like to run and stuff like that. But now that there's literally nothing else to do, I probably work out seven days a week. Okay, that's pretty good. I mean, it is the maximum days, so... Yeah, I know. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for noticing. But also, yeah, again, I wouldn't probably bother. Like, it's kind of gone beyond I want to be fit or, like, I want to look good or I want to be healthy to, like... This is all I've got to do? Yeah, life is a yawning, gaping, 
hole of spare time. <laughs> <laughs> I have to somehow fill it. So I've been working out every day. So I've bought a fair bit of active wear just because if I do my laundry once a week, I need, you know, seven to ten kind of active wear outfits to wear. Seven to ten? To work out every day. If I'm working out every day, sometimes twice a day. Can't you just like wear an old t-shirt or something like that? Yeah. Like, why do you need a specifically designer active wear for every... Uh... Oh, no. <laughs> it's mostly like yoga pants or like skins, you know? Okay. So, so, I've bought a whole lot of skins and like I've got a bunch of puzzles that I would I would never do. I don't can't remember the last time I've done a puzzle. Maybe I was 10. And it's not that I have anything against puzzles. How many puzzles have you done since lockdown started? Two. Okay. It's two more than me. Um, so, yeah, my... My big purchase has been, yeah, like workout gear and workout equipment. Like I've bought a bunch of like resistance bands for Pilates and workout class and like some leg weights for dance class and a bunch of active wear as well. Have you made any purchases that won't be that handy outside of isolation? I guess it depends how things progress afterwards, right? Like there's a lot of unknowns Mm -hmm. of like some things are going to go back to normal, but some things aren't. And so, uh, like, one of the big things that I've kind of started doing since uh, lockdown started is I'm playing a lot more video games online with friends using the uh, chat to communicate during the game. Yeah. And uh, And that's the other thing. I've bought a shitload of games to play basically with you online. uh, And it's like, when we can see each other, are we still going to do this or have I bought like five games for no reason? <laughs> well, I want to keep this like game thing going. Oh, uh, really? My fear I is... I see you once a week already. Well, I'm not just talking about with you. I'm talking about with uh, mm-hmm. like everyone because like I'm the video game guy, right? So everyone's just been hitting me up going like, oh, hey, I'm bored enough to have rediscovered my PlayStation or to have <laughs> bought yeah. a Switch or whatever. Let's play some Mario Kart. And so... Uh, like I'm fielding offers left and right. Like suddenly, like oh, for, nice one. for the first 30 years of my life, could barely find someone to play with. Now there's not a spare <laughs> minute where I, uh, I have to like, asked to play video games. that's it. I have to schedule everyone in like weeks in advance. And I'm like, all right, I've got a hectic schedule wow, of, really? of Jackbox coming up. So maybe I can fit you in that's Thursday. Awesome. It's yeah. Like in terms of, making the best of a bad situation. I'm loving that aspect of it. Uh, So I bought like a nice gaming headset, for instance, because Mm -hmm. the headphones that come with the PlayStation are a piece of shit. It's like just like one little earbud. Like it's not even, they don't even give you a second ear. Just like, let me wear (laughs) one in each ear, like a normal freaking pair of headphones. But like, no, 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 that would double for the $2 cost to $4. We can't afford that. We got to keep the prices low. So uh, now I can hear Vicky when I play against her from uh, stereo surround sound. Yeah. (laughs) And it's awesome. So I'm loving that. But my fear is that once this is all over, Everyone's going to be like, oh, now we can meet up in person and I don't have to play games with Ben anymore. I'm like, I'm going to be wanting to go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's my <laughs> regular Sunday night? I still want to play games. Where's my regular Sunday night session? We were scheduled in. Just yeah. because the outside world has opened up again, that doesn't mean that Call of Duty gets taken off the docket. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. I feel like you need to lock it in for the rest of the year. 
Yeah, exactly. But it's things like, for instance, I've been playing with my friends who have kids. Suddenly they're mm-hmm. not going to work. Like they're working from home, so they don't have to get up as early. So when they yeah, do like go back to the on. office, that's cutting into my gaming time because now they have to go to bed and, you know, wake up early and all that kind of stuff. So it's uh, yeah. there's a few things to kind of navigate there. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, at least for... Uh, the quarantine and making good use of it even if it never gets pulled out again (laughs) once this is all over yeah so that's my fear i'm glad i'm not the only one making kind of isolation purchases yeah and then i told you i bought like similar workout clothes from maya at the start of all of this yeah but i do want to keep running oh yeah like that's one of these discoveries that uh like i'm i'm not good at it and basically while i'm doing it i hate every second of it but afterwards, it feels good. I think that's running. I yeah. I think that's running. It's a weird, like the afterglow makes it worthwhile somehow. <laughs> so I feel like... No, I actually think all of running is that running is terrible and you hate it. It's just afterwards, you're like, hey, everyone, I ran. Yeah, I accomplished this. Yeah, it's a lot like <laughs> yeah. um, a lot like riding in that way. You're like banging your head against the wall for the entire time, at least in my experience, the entire time that... You're clacking away at your keyboard, but once you're done, you're like, oh, look, I accomplished something. That's all I'm doing it for, really. Oh, no, I love riding. I get flow when I'm riding, so completely different. But I don't believe in people that say they get runners high. Runners, running is torture from start to end, and then from end to end of day, pure joy. That's the thing. It's not like a runner's high. It's more of like a having run high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And it's like, I don't even need to tell anyone else. I know that I run. Yeah. It makes me feel slightly superior. It's like, I've been running. Although you say that, like, we haven't mentioned it every single podcast that we've done from (laughs) quarantine. Oh, true. But again, I have nothing else to do and I've bought a pair of tights so I can go at least twice a day. (laughs) (laughs) So is that what you're doing? You're running twice a day? Yeah. Well, some days I'll run and then do Pilates at night or go running twice or run and then do yoga at night or run and then do dancing at night. Literally just to pass the time. Like I feel like, you know, those guys who go into prison and come out fucking ripped. Yeah, that's going to be you by the end of this. That's going to be me. (laughs) (laughs) Not even because I'm necessarily like, I guess in prison being ripped has its benefits. I don't even think my body is improving in any way, but it's also like literally I have nothing to do but push-ups 23 hours a day. Well, you're probably uh, at least counteracting all the extra... Calories of eating. Yeah. Yeah. There's like not not much to do. I think but that's actually what's happening. And or eat. So and eat. Yeah, hopefully. So I think I'm ending up net even. Right, they're in harmony by the end of the day. But yeah, I feel like I've been invited to you know really spend some time alone with my own thoughts, and I've declined that opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turns out my thoughts are weird and scary. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I better. I need uh, to take, be distracted from those. Yeah, just do anything else to take my mind off itself. No, like pretty much. You know how everyone's like, oh, this is a great time to take stock and see what's important in life. I have taken stock and I was like, oh, yeah, there's a reason I kept so busy. (laughs) Yeah. Put that stock back over there. (laughs) Yeah. I was doing really well not thinking about things so deeply. (laughs) Yeah. I took stock and now I am returning it. Yeah. I would like to bring this stock back and go back to distracting myself. I don't want to be alone with my thoughts as it turns out. (laughs) But um, yeah, having said that, I've been exercising 
twice a day some days. Uh, the other day I went for a 6K run, which is kind of the longest I've been able to do at the moment. So again, I'm not exactly marathon material here. So that day I checked my pedometer and I made it to 14,000 steps, which is for me pretty impressive. No, definitely. Oh yeah, just over 14,000. And you and I have been to festivals, like all day festivals before, you know, 12, 14, 16 hours of dancing and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, come home with what, like 30,000 steps or something like that? I mean, I would say like, yeah, somewhere in the 20,000s is probably a full day's jumping up and down at a music festival. Dancing. Yeah. I think when we went to the one where Armin Van Buren was, I hit the 30 just because I was. we were literally on our feet all day. A lot of uh, fist pumping. Um, yeah. No, my like fist pumping arm was exhausted. I'm going to have like one giant arm. But anyway, so I, I got 40,000 steps. I thought that was pretty good. And the same day my dad added me as like a Fitbit friend because we realized that I finally had like a legit Fitbit and that's what he's always had, like the proper branded one. Yeah. Again, something else I've bought during lockdown that – Again, I probably won't care about on the other side. <laughs> but, you know, when you're exercising twice a day and you have nothing else to think about, you get really interested in what your heart rate is at all times. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> so, as continuous heart rate monitoring, as to why anyone outside of hospital needs that, I don't know. But at any given time, I can tell you what my heart rate is. So, that's pretty great. Where are we at right now? 84. Oh, that's... I know, a bit high. I mean, I would have no frame of reference again. It's Some would say the April of uh, heartbeats. Yeah, I guess. See, my average, my resting is usually 60, the Fitbit thinks. All right. So it's a little high. But anyway, so my average steps, I think, is about 7,000. I'm not even cracking the 10,000 every day. And that's with regularly jogging at least once a day. I yeah. checked my dad's Fitbit. Oh, Bef- sorry, go on. Well, before all this kicked off, I would like walk to work and back and run on the treadmill a bit. And I would get around like maybe 15,000 on average, like at least like hit the 10,000 would be my goal, but it would, yeah. I'd probably get like a couple more. Oh, and like on lunch, I would walk around and stuff. So it would add up. Yeah. And I was feeling pretty good about that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, see, my average, I just looked it up, 7,000, about 7,000 a day. Well, when you can't leave the house, I feel like that's pretty solid. Well, yeah, that's true. It's not like I'm commuting anywhere. So, yeah, that would probably be like a 6K jog and then like a half hour walk or something like that. And then like 11 times to the fridge and back. And that, yeah, and like into the bedroom and out again. (laughs) Anyway, I checked my dad's profile. He had... Average steps, 53,000 per day. That's insane. (laughs) Like, has he got legs of steel? I've never even nearly hit that. I think... I've never hit it once. The most that I ever have gotten um, would be when I went to, like, on holiday somewhere. And Mm -hmm. what I like to do is just the first day or two of uh, being a new city, you just kind of spend the day walking around and if you see... Yeah, getting your bearings, seeing everything. Right. So you go to like some touristy place, but if on the way you see something that catches your eye, you kind of pop in and have a look around, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so... I'm so glad I'm not the only one that does that, by the way. Yeah, no, I, I like doing that. And so by the end of a day like that, I think when I was in... Like San Francisco, for instance, we clocked up somewhere around 40,000 steps. Yeah. That's like a 40-kilometer walk of like a full day of walking, essentially. 
And yeah. that's the most I've ever gotten in my entire life. Like, that's an extreme abnormality. And you're saying your dad <laughs> does more than that on a daily basis. Well, Fitbit's saying that. I think it must be a glitch, but I'm sure it's a glitch. The more I think about it, it must be. Well, like, if it's not, it's just like he's got to be walking from dawn to dusk every day. That's what I was thinking. So I texted him. I was like, it says you've got 50,000 steps per day. And he said, oh, I think that must be wrong, especially not when I'm working from home. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. And I'm like, I double-checked. It definitely says 50,000. And I said, Rodney, what are you doing? And he says, I walk. No shit. (laughs) A lot. (laughs) That was his response. I walk. (laughs) I believe it. I've seen the data. In my mind, next time I see him, he's just going to be like hips on the ground. Like he's little, like either he's going to have legs of steel that are like, I don't know, like the rock's legs or something, or he's going to have like tiny nubs where they're like like, literally walked down to the final bone. Right. And that's all I can imagine. Well, you used to live with him for a long time. Yeah. Was he walking during that phase? No, it was never like Rodney stopped pacing. I can't see the TV. Like, or even like, so did he, no. Did he leave the apartment for like a ten-hour stint, and then he'd come home and you're like, <laughs> "Where were you?" And he was just like walking. I was just out and walking. about. No, usually he when he left the house for ten-hour stints, it was for work. So. But, like, maybe even at his job, was he doing a lot of work? But he does walk to work and home, which would be about 12 kilometres all up. So even that is impressive. Is he just walking circles around the desk? I think it must be a glitch. I can't think of any other explanation because I've never walked 50,000 steps. You're saying it's 12 kilometres commute. So is that six mm-hmm. kilometres per each way? Each way? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's like, I'm just looking it up now, the average walking speed is about five kilometers per hour it would take him about an hour so he's probably a bit quicker than your yeah yeah so just say you can go six kilometers an hour is he he's walking an hour to work each way yeah why (laughs) (laughs) he walks like is he doing it just for the exercise or is he just like i really don't want to buy a car like what's the deal here I don't know. I don't know. Again, he's a man of mystery to me. I I don't really know why he makes the choices that he does, but um, I'm glad that he does. Well, I'm just thinking... (laughs) Gives me something to forever wonder about. If we're saying he walks about six kilometres an hour, right, that's Mm -hmm. eight hours of walking every day. Yeah, it can't be right. It's got to be glitchy. <laughs> like, unless, like, he does laps of the office or something, or he's, like, the walking meeting guy. Everyone's like, oh, don't have a meeting with Rodney. You know what's going to happen. Like, it's just, you know, laps of the CBD. That's it. Like, does he spend his entire day on a treadmill? Like, <laughs> maybe that's how he gets his thoughts powered, you know? Or, like, maybe he... You know how you wander around the house when you're on the phone? Like, maybe he's, like, constantly on the phone while he's at home? Doing a like telecommuting? Yeah, so you can't see if this is a recent occurrence. You can only just see the average pace. Is that no, it? just his average his average steps per day is fifty thousand. You need to get a hold of that Fitbit, or at least like his app oh. or whatever, so we can get some more uh, detailed info here. I need to get a hold of a video of him. He asked me this week if I could take a video of him roller skating. So our, <laughs> our uh, he did. He really did. So no, our documentary it. begins, Ben. His documentary documentary is beginning. Yeah, yeah, perfect. All right. It's coming to fruition. We've got the before footage if we need it.
are you saying like he was just going to be going down the boulevard or something? He just didn't go like, I'm about to attempt a triple axle. And if I get it, I need you to uh, have video proof. Yeah, this has got to be sent off to the Guinness World Records. Not that I know of, but um, it remains to be seen. I haven't done it yet. So maybe it is some amazing feat. Maybe he's roller skating everywhere and that makes it look like he's doing 50,000 steps a day because he's like flying around at, you know, 20 k's an hour or something. Even so, like... (laughs) <laughs> even if he was even if he was going 50 k's on a roller skate that's still an extraordinary amount of distance to cover <laughs> per day on foot like i don't even know, yeah, know. like cuz obviously the way that it tracks it is with like shaking like you would have to store your fitbit yeah. in like a paint shaker or something or you'd have to like <laughs> give it to forrest gump like the uh, amount of yeah. ways that you could achieve that number on an average basis cuz not just like here's my high score this is a daily task that daily <laughs> yeah, i know it's, it's not like hey look at what i did once right. i know and you've seen it so you know it's for real you've seen the screenshot yeah yeah i saw like the, the screenshot which it blew my mind I think, know. I can't believe it either. Do you think he paid for... Do I think it glitched? For, yes, I did. No, but like maybe he bought the DLC and it's like the 10 times multiplier. I, but he's not the kind of person that would do that. He's he walking has, 5Ks a day and it's like, we'll bump it up to 50 for you. <laughs> I don't, he wouldn't really want that. Nor, like again, he's got two friends, me, and then someone he added by accident. <laughs> so, is he, uh, yeah, like he's no one to impress. Is he walking as much as that guy? That woman, yeah, way more. That person's doing like 5,000 a day, so what a loser. (laughs) But yeah, on the day that I went for the longest run I've been on since I was in a car accident, I still did a quarter of what he does regularly. Yeah, I need you to uh, look into this (laughs) because the mystery that is Rodney continues to baffle me. I told you, I asked. He said, I walk. (laughs) I know, but that was his answer. That's not a satisfying response. I I need more information, please. I think the information is it's got to be a glitch. I'm I'm pretty sure it's a glitch. But you've been using a Fitbit as well. Mm-hmm. It's working perfectly for you, right? Like, what's yeah, he doing differently? But I don't know. <laughs> uh, there's got to be something. He's probably got like a dodgy old phone or something. I think it's a glitch. I think it's glitched and said that. I think maybe that's his all-time high score or something. When he's um, got his phone set to vibrate, like every single yeah. shake <laughs> counts as like another Sends 20 steps off. or something, yeah. Well, I thought maybe he like attached it to a dog or something, like some sort of, you know, movie tracker move. You know, like when the baddie's tracking them and they find, they're like, oh my God, he's really moving. It's yeah. like a chihuahua seven suburbs away. Which I would have believed if all of a sudden you noticed it going up and up every day. But mm-hmm. the fact that he was doing this without having any friends on his app <laughs> means that, like, like he wasn't just doing it's this on the hope. not a thing. No, like, he wasn't doing it and be like, oh, you know, when Vicky eventually gets that Fitbit she's been talking about, it's going to blow like her mind. three years after. Yeah. Yeah, three years after he got his. This was already in the computer when you added him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I mean, it blows the mind. It really blows the mind. Yeah. Well, uh, good on Rodney, I guess. Loves some walking. Yeah. Keeping fit. Changing tracks a little bit. You know we're always looking for 
a uh, a way to scam the system on this show, Vicky. Always, almost constantly. I think I came up with, I think the uh, the beginnings of just such a scam this week, and I want you to uh, kind of weigh in on it. Mm-hmm. So, my answer is almost always no. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to scam you for once, at least uh, not in the foreseeable oh, future. That's nice. When we were kids, right? You're on the playground, and there was always that one kid who would get way more money from the Truth Fairy than you did. Mm. And it didn't really add up. It would be like, like, I think that's probably what broke the illusion of the Tooth Fairy for me. Because it's like, how come really? I got... what, you expected life to be fair? You're like, life is definitely fair. So it must be the Tooth Fairy is made up. <laughs> well. <laughs> if I know anything, it's that we all get equal pay for equal labor. <laughs> when it comes to so magic, it- Yes. <laughs> I was like, maybe if you're like raised in the USSR, you're like, well, I know that we don't get different rates for different labor. I would be buying this. But I like that your first illusion to be shattered was the tooth fairy and not the idea that life was fair. No, I... Un- like, I mm, life's fair. So that's not the problem. <laughs> I would understand it more. Like, I think I would have been able to grasp the fact that, oh, everyone in this classroom, like, is going to grow up to do a different job and get paid differently because there's like different employers and as you say, just like fairness, being a man or a woman, all these kind of factors weigh into the final yeah. dollar amount, right? Again, that part, life I is think just I not could, fair. Yeah, but I feel like I could have got my head around that. But it's when we're talking about, hey, mm-hmm. this mythical creature is going to come to visit you in your sleep. <laughs> and when you wake up, she brings you money just based mm-hmm. on the fact that you lost a tooth. We're all the same age, there's, like, no difference in, like, we're in the same country. Okay. Like, we've all got the same currency. Wait, though. Yeah. Would you pay more money for, like, Angelina Jolie's tooth versus, <laughs> like, your tooth? Uh, I've got a point. Yes, obviously. Uh, see? Thank you. But I don't think, like, in the mythology of the tooth fairy, I like to think mm. that... The tooth fairy doesn't discriminate. It's like... Okay, you're building a house, right? Because that's what I think they did with the teeth. Okay, that's a weird they way like to... They built their little kingdom or something? I don't Have know. Have you seen um, Sharp Objects? No, what happens there? Oh, they build a, uh, a doll house with some teeth. Or like at least the floor of a doll Creepy. house. Yeah. So I thought they used teeth in t- tooth fairy land as building blocks, but I'm not sure. I was but never anyway, really you're sure what she was doing with them. Uh, definitely I got some weird fetish of some kind. So you're building a house, right? You can yeah. buy a hundred bricks that used to be making up Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie's house, mm-hmm. or you can buy a hundred bricks from me. I mean, I see your Which point. Which ones do you want? I see your point, but it's not like we're talking some about... Some children were just of higher quality than you. Yeah, but when... You're and... a low-quality child. Okay. Assuming that's true, right? At the point it when is we're true. like... I know you. <laughs> when we're like nine years old... I knew you as a child. Playground. Okay, I didn't know you that young, but I knew you when you were like 11. But could you... Eh. Could you pinpoint me... Did I know then that you would be unsuccessful? 
yeah. Is that what you're like, asking? Like, were you able to look at me and see my trajectory and be like, oh, this guy's not going to be the next Angelina Jolie? I don't think you could have done that. I can see that he's going to have a largely unsuccessful web podcast yeah. in his 30s. I don't think you could have foreseen that. And I don't I think do. the Tooth Fairy no, could have No, but I'm not the magical it. fairy. Okay, so you're saying that the Tooth Fairy can't see the future now. Yeah. she's. You don't know just, that. She's just buying teeth. She doesn't care where they come from. <laughs> I think maybe she can see the future. No, no, she, no, or even if she can't, she's aware of the quality of person whose teeth she's buying. Well, that was my point. I feel like all of us were basically on an even playing field as nine-year-olds. <laughs> we're like in the same demographic. We've all got access to the same mm-hmm. dental facilities. <laughs> like if one kid was like, I don't know, Candy Bar Joe... And he had just like riddled with cavities. Yeah. I'm like, it makes sense for you to get. <laughs> and like, he only got fifty cents. Yeah, that's a piece of shit mouth right there. You don't deserve <laughs> the premium five dollar note that you know Cindy has. You got notes. I got like maybe a dollar, two dollars per teeth, right? Yeah, a dollar, two dollar, two. Yeah, same. Gold yeah. coin donation at the door, obviously. Yeah, yeah. It was but, very RSL policies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, I could use it to buy a sausage at Bunnings. It's pretty much. But there would have been kids that were making like five bucks a tooth. Definitely. No way. Oh, you went to private school for primary school. Yeah. I was like in the next like ghetto town over and went to the public school. So that didn't happen. I didn't have to worry about these kinds of things. Even just say there was a kid who was getting an extra dollar than you, which like, cause like I'm saying, it was regardless of how much all the parents didn't get together and be like, Hey, and this year, the going rate for teeth is $1.75. It was just like <laughs> whatever they kind of felt like, right? And so the rich families gave their well, kids... Well, I guess also like whatever is chump change to you. So it's like, yeah, if you're Elon Musk, you're like, I don't know, $1,000? Like that's what's it. not much money to me. Yeah. And like, like if sure you're Bill Gates, you'd be like a million dollars, I guess. Like I make that per minute. I'm guessing <laughs> exactly. that's what you give a child, right? Like that's, you know, chump change. Exactly. And I feel like... There would have been days where my dad just reached into his pocket and it's like, oh, I've got like, you know, an extra 40 cents or something. I'll just chuck that in the pot, right? Yeah. So it, it fluctuates. It always blows my mind. Completely like different topic. and But sort of on this, it blows my mind that Bill Gates could buy me a house and that would be me like buying you a sausage. Oh, yeah. I heard um, like some crazy statistic about uh, Jeff Bezos, who owns Amazon, mm-hmm. that he could basically buy. It was something like he could buy a, a house for everyone in the United States and still have X billions of dollars in the bank. It's like... It's so crazy. Yeah, it's on another level. But like, it's just so crazy. Like, it's like me putting... Like, for Bill Gates to buy me a house, it's like me putting $5 in to like the Royal Children's Hospital, like you know, thing oh, at the yeah, checkout, the pers- you know what I mean? In terms of, like, the percentage of your uh, Oh, like just, like, worth. yeah, noticeability in my, yeah, noticeability in my daily life. Like, yeah. I can put, like, $5 in that tin for the appeal and not really need it the following week and be like, oh, I wish I still had that $5. Like, he could buy me a house and have that feeling and be like, what did yep. I spend that on? Oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, if you like- ever, <laughs> like, especially during the pandemic, right, there's been so many numbers mm-hmm. thrown about. Like we'll hear mm-hmm. on the news on a nightly basis. It's like, oh yeah, there's this stimulus package going out. It's uh, $16 billion. And you're like, mm-hmm. it sounds like a lot. 
but you can't visualize like it. It's just like too, no. it's incomprehensible. And like, especially yeah. in America, because they've just got so many people, the numbers are like astronomical. So it's like, yeah. yeah, it's like, oh yeah, this thing, it's $120 billion that it's going to cost the economy. And you're like, I don't know. Like, like well, I, I got no frame. What the fuck is $120 billion? It's just too much to even think. Right. So there's a great video. I'll have to uh, put it in the, um, on the episode page of the website. It basically helps you visualize a billion dollars. And so the guy... Oh, I've seen that. He gets like $10,000, writes it in a notepad. Mm. And he like copies and pastes it 10 times. So it's $100,000. Then he copies and pastes yep. that 10 times. So it's a million dollars. And then he a copies million. and pastes that a hundred times. So it's a billion dollars. And then he goes through. Yeah, it's crazy. And just like deletes $10,000. And you can like scroll through the whole document and barely not like it's hard to find. It's And it's $10,000. Like for me and you, that's yeah. like months and months. Oh, that's like life-changing money. Yeah. yeah. That's like a year's wage. <laughs> and uh, then he's like, oh, yeah, I'll just go and buy like a Lamborghini that's like, just say a hundred thousand. Oh, maybe I'll buy one for my friend, yep. another hundred thousand. Maybe I'll buy, uh, and it's like, you can barely notice this like coming off the end. Of yeah. It. It's like, he, you just scroll through this giant list of ones and zeros and no matter how much money it's seemingly endless. And it's just like, holy shit. Yeah. Like a billion dollars. Like if you're a billionaire, you're just on such a, or more like ridiculous level than every like what is it like 99.9 whatever percent even millionaires, of the pop- even multi-millionaires exactly yeah. yeah it's crazy like i know some people relatively well who are multi-millionaires and even they are not like on the jeff bezos or even not someone who's just bezos like even a billionaire like they're not on the same level yeah a, a million dollars is like you're well off you don't have to really worry about money a billion dollars is like mm. the world is at your fingertips, essentially. Yeah, basically, there's nothing you can't buy. It just blows my mind. But anyway, that's what that's, I guess, what happens with tooth fairy parents is like back to where we were. Well, here's the scam, right? Yeah. We all know who the rich kid is who's got you know Bill Gates is his dad. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Elon Musk just had his first kid, so he'll be teething in five to seven years. All right, so yeah, maybe like Elon Junior can use this th- through his classroom. Do you know who Elon's girlfriend is? I was mind blown. I didn't know until I heard about the baby. Uh, Grimes, right? Yeah, it's Grimes. It's That's a weird couple. Yeah, for sure. Do you know how they got together? No. Yeah, you can't shake your head. It doesn't really translate to the audio medium. Uh, no, I don't. Is there is there like a good story? So he was going to tweet out a joke on Twitter, but he wanted to mm-hmm. double check that no one else had made this joke before. And it was like a very scientific. Mm-hmm. And what he found that she had or something. Yeah, so he like he looked up this joke and she had already made it like a year ago or whatever before him. Right, and that and then he like DM'd her and was like, "Great joke." Yeah, and so I guess they started uh, going back like, and forth after that. Yeah, have you heard a new album? It's really good, by the way. I ha- yeah, I have. Anyway, so my point was. I mean, it's going to be hard. I think to. Sell me scamming children. I'm generally anti that. I mean, it's anti scams in general, but definitely no, no. harder to get me to scam children. So I'm saying we scam the parents, or the children specifically scam the parents. Oh, right. I'm back in because I love helping children scam. Yeah, as like your little nine year old, 10 year old kid, you lost your tooth. You know who's getting the big bucks from the tooth fairy? 
Right. Yeah. Give them baby your Gates, tooth. Baby Musk. Yeah. Right. Give it, give it to okay. Elon Jr. He puts it under his pillow. How many times do you think you could do that before Elon Musk, as the parent, started to go, <laughs> you know what? I think this kid's lost a little too many teeth. I reckon you could keep it I going for ages. I spread it out. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. If you don't make them suspiciously close, like you're not doing it daily. Yeah, like yeah. If you, if, you lose, doing- if you lose like 10 teeth in a week and you don't have like no teeth left in your head... Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's my, you know, raise some alarm bells. Like, I think it's probably got a once to twice a month for three years shelf life. Okay, that's pretty good. You can make some yeah. good money. And so, the way I'm Because again, it, it's Bill Gates or Elon Musk. Like you said from that video, they could give him, they're like, oh, here you go, here's a million dollars. They're not going to notice. Exactly. It's like, are you going to notice giving your kid $2 once a month? Probably not. And maybe even if they do catch on, they'll be like... Uh, he's being entrepreneurial. I can appreciate I like your entrepreneurial that. spirit. Yeah. I think so. Particularly like Jeff Bezos' children. I think he would definitely celebrate that in them. Yeah. So my, my thinking was, I just say I lose a tooth and you're the rich kid in the class. I'll mm. give you my tooth. Yeah. You, 70-30 split. Yeah. You get to keep, you know, the profit. And as long as I get back more than I would have got from my parents, we're still uh, making bank here. Oh, I was doing 70-30 split. My tooth, I get 70. You get 30 is the middleman. Well, I mean, it depends. You're just a fence. If I'm getting You're the 70, tooth fence. That works too. It's just a matter of is 70% more than what I would have got by just giving it to my parents. It has to be for Right. The, so, you're like, you're like, oh, well, I'm Bill Gates' son. Should I try scamming Jeff Bezos for yeah, 70%? Like, or would like I get the, more just <laughs> repeatedly giving my own teeth to dad? Exactly. Like I was thinking, just say I get $2 a teeth and you get five bucks, then like give me the two dollars back and then we split everything on top. So like I get three fifty, you get a dollar fifty. Yeah. Right, like the profit. Okay. I mean again though, if you're like Jeff Bezos' son, I think you could just be like, Can I buy this girl a house? She wants one and we're I guess acquaintances. He's probably yeah. like, Okay. But I also <laughs> You don't need an elaborate scam. Just know Jeff Bezos' children and be like, Can you ask your dad if I can have a house? It's basically $5 to him. You're the one who <laughs> wants, who loves a long con, Vicky. I do love a long we're, con. This is too short a con. We're both in this for the hustle. It's not just about <laughs> the love of selling teeth. <laughs> we can all just ask our parents for a, uh, a new house if we're, you know, got billionaire parents. Oh, well, I but, can't ask my parents. I can well, ask Jeff Bezos' children to ask their parents if I knew them. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm saying, like, you might not have a billionaire's child in your classroom, but you might have someone who just gives a slightly higher rate than normal. <laughs> so, Fair like, enough. how many, like, do you know how many teeth are in the human head? I don't. I can look it up. I don't no, know. No, no, no. Like, head. without looking, give, give me a ballpark. What do you think? 30. Okay, that's pretty good. It's actually uh, 32. Hey, so, I really didn't look that up. I'm still on my home screen, so... Yeah. But, like, if my kid gave me 50 teeth over the course of I'm two years... I'm not going to notice. No way. No, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no one would notice. I agree yeah. with you. All right. No, I'm on your side. So uh, there's one for uh, the kids out there to try and get a couple of extra bucks in their pocket. <laughs> the other thing that we've uh, all been spending a lot of time doing now that 
we're in lockdown is uh, scrolling through the streaming channels, the streaming services, oh, Netflix yeah. and the like. Mm-hmm. I hear you've got a, a new system that you're trying to work out to uh, decide what so, to watch. Right. So couples out there, you will appreciate with me that when you sit down with your partner, I'm actually mad at my partner today. So this is like a bad time to bring up this segment. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like when you're a bet, like if I had just had a fight with Rodney, I'd be like, yeah, anyway, he fucking walks 50,000 Ks. Who cares? He's a dick. Yeah. Well, I told you, uh, um, <laughs> I talked about last episode when I'd go swimming and we would just have had an argument or something. And then the whole swim, I'm just like <laughs> raging at you in my head. It's uh, very much like that. Hey, I wouldn't say it's quite like that. It's just like the segment is never as funny because I'm just like, anyway, fuck that guy. Um <laughs> Or they might just get a vibe that <laughs> Vicky uh, had some animosity. It's All right. Well, definitely when it. I say fuck that guy repeatedly. But um. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, so my partner and I, obviously, and other couples, I assume, can relate that when you sit down to watch Netflix together, you spend a couple of hours like scrolling through Netflix trying to decide, like, nah, don't want to watch that, nah. And like when you find something, they don't want that and vice oh, versa. Oh, yeah, it's a nightmare. Like... Yeah, so other people are experiencing this, right? Like, whenever you find something you might like, like, everyone else is like, even if you're trying to decide with your family or housemates. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, just on my own to find something that I haven't seen and that I'm interested in is difficult. When you add another person into the equation, it's like, all right, what is the overlap in stuff we both can stomach watching right now? (laughs) Especially, Mm. like... And that's the other thing. It gets, you know, the Venn diagram gets thinner and thinner as you uh, slowly... Exactly. Because it's like, it's not only like stuff we're both interested in. It's like, what have we not seen? What have we not promised to watch with another person? And then it's like, what mood are we in right now? And what do we feel like at this very second? And so it's basically by the end of that, two shows (laughs) that you have to find amongst... 10,000. So it's like finding one of those dollar signs in that document. And you really got to hope that like if you were the one pushing for it, that it doesn't suck because now all the pressure's on you. It's like, I'm sorry, I wasted my pick. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say though, my partner's nailed it a few times. I've definitely vetoed some of his decisions and I've been like, no, this looks crap. Put it off for like you know, a couple of weeks or something. And then every time I'm like finally giving in or being like, yeah, okay, I could be in the mood for that. I know how much you want to see it. Yeah. I've been like eating crow because it's been amazing. Okay. Like he picked Black Sails, which as you know, is like one of my favorite shows of like the last few years. I talk about it all the time, the pirate one. Yeah. And um, he also picked the man in the high tower. In the high castle. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. The Philip K. Dick ad- adaptation. Yeah, is that the one with, like, if Nazis had won the war? Yeah, and so reading that synopsis, and obviously, like, I've got kind of a, a tough job and in isolation, I'm like, oh, the last thing I want to see is, like, Nazis having the entire world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm already, like, stressed out and uh, work's been tough and, you know, I'm in isolation and, and things aren't good. I don't want to see, like, and now you can watch the Nazis succeed. <laughs> <laughs> But I was wrong. It's awesome. Have you seen it? No, no. I've heard good things though. Yeah, I was surprised. It has like a 8.7 or something on IMDb. Okay. So I was like, all right, let's give it a go. And I was really into it. So he's nailed it. But anyway, we have we came up with a new system. Fuck that guy. To, <laughs> <laughs> to, um, you obviously to make came sure up that with this system a few days ago before uh, this uh, yeah, recent pre, falling uh, out. Yeah, pre-argument. Yeah. 
We came up with a system basically to stop that thing where you end up scrolling for hours with both of you just saying, nah, nah, nah. So you get three vetoes on the other person's suggestion. Okay. So it's basically like jury selection, if you know much about jury selection, which is where the idea came from. Yeah. So you get three unchallenged vetoes where you can just say, I don't want to watch this with no reason. And then you run out of challenges. And that, then you get unlimited challenges where you both agree that it's a good enough reason. Because we did run into a few issues when before that rule came in. You just got to the fourth selection. You're like, well, I guess I am going with this one. Uh, well, yeah. Well, there's this horrifying movie that actually like really traumatized me. And I was like, I know we've come up with a rule, but can I like... <laughs> I need a fourth veto. No, not even that. I'm like, I'll just tell you how this made me feel when I tried to watch it. And I guess if you want to push ahead, like, there's something deeply wrong with our relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Well, also, the way I would play it, if you want to gamify the situation, is Mm -hmm. I've got my number one pick in mind. I'd just pick three other things. And then by the time that we're up to number four, it's like, well, she's already used her vetoes. You're out of options. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, because then you end up, you both make a suggestion and you can veto it. And then when you're both out of three vetoes, you end up with a pool of shows that you've agreed you can watch. And then you kind of choose from there. Okay. So is there a short list of sorts? Uh, yeah, sort of. So I'll say like, how about the Shaun the Sheep movie? And you're like, oh, yeah, okay. And then it's your turn. And you're like, how about <laughs> The Nightingale? I'm like, veto. So that's out of the list. And then I'm like, how about... I don't know, The Man in the High Castle will veto. Uh, so, so it does it go back so, and so forth. So far we've got Sean the Sheep movie on the list. Yeah, until you've both used up your vetoes. But I mean like... And then you've got kind of a short list. He suggests one and then you suggest one. Is that... You just keep going back and yeah, forth? Yeah, that's right. And then you can either veto it or not. And when you've both run out of vetoes, you've got your short list. Okay. So has this been working? Like have you discovered any good new shows? Like obviously Man in the High Castle you liked. Was that one that came out of this yeah. new system? So it's been hit and miss, definitely. So Man in the High Castle came out of the system. I'm trying to think back. Jack Ryan? Oh, yeah. That kind of – yeah, that was okay. Like I didn't love it. Clearly just subscribed to Amazon Prime. <laughs> I did <laughs> Also, it, the veto system is heavily focused on Amazon Prime because I got a free month when I bought my <laughs> extra PlayStation controller oh, again sure. for um, lockdown and they gave me an extra free month on top of that. Fair a, enough. A thank you or whatever. So, yeah, I've had two, three months of that. So, definitely heavily focused on uh, Amazon Prime. <laughs> Can I suggest Red Oaks for Amazon Prime subscribers? I feel like that's one that okay. really flew under the radar, but I'm a big fan of. Yeah, I would definitely give Man in the High Castle double thumbs up. All right. And Jack Ryan was just fine. It was watch- like watchably enjoyable, but it's not like I am when someone's like, oh, what are your recommendations? I'm raving about it or anything. Yeah, yeah. But having said that, I haven't finished Man in the High Castle. So that's a recommendation four episodes in. Okay. That's good to know. But yeah, Dracula was another one that came up that way. Dracula's really good. Have any of your picks gone over well with him then? It sounds like these are all my picks are definitely weaker than his. <laughs> yeah, I know by your example of the Sean the Sheep movie, I'm getting that impression. <laughs> I'm starting to realize just how weak mine are. <laughs> you should just uh, trust his guidance then, by the sounds of it. I think you're like that would definitely not hurt our enjoyment of television. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, that's not how the veto system works. Give me like one example. Like what's something that was a Vicky choice? That I picked? I can only think of stuff he's picked that's turned out good because mine are all terrible. Yeah, obviously. like what's even? So he picked, give me a terrible um, one. That Will Smith movie? No, that was good. The Will Smith one? I mean... He picked. <laughs> Gemini Man? Yeah, that's a... Oh, my God, yes. Oh, no, it was? The one where he's with all the magical creatures. Oh, Bright. Bright, yeah. So, he picked Bright. I picked um, that new Cara Delevingne show. De- oh, Cara yeah, Cara Delevingne. Um, the one with all yeah. the mythical creatures. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> and it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. Uh, Carnival Row. Yeah, Carnival Row. I really enjoyed it, but, like... Again. The kind of like middle of the road, not like mind blown. Yeah, again, like a Jack Ryan. It's not like when someone's asking for my recommendations, it comes straight to mind. I was like, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, fair enough. What else did I recommend? You? No. Not oh, great. really? Because it seems like a lot of people like that one. I haven't watched it, but. Yeah, I wasn't into it. I don't mm, know okay. why it's so popular, but yeah, not for me. All right. Yes, yeah, so I've really, uh, I've recommended some duds. <laughs> but the system's working but yeah, at least. I say, system's working. Yeah, the system really works. Bring in the three veto rule because then you have to stop eventually saying no to everything they say, which was kind of just what we were doing. I guess as it turns out, he had reasons and I'm just mean. Do you think this could be be applied to uh, choosing dinner? Because that's another area where it's often very uh, argumentative for couples where you're just swiping through. Do you want Chinese? No. Do you want Italian? No. Do you want Mexican? No. Like... Could we apply the veto system to the Uber Eats? Absolutely. You can generally apply it. Absolutely. I think so. Because then it's like, well, you've said no three times. You've This is the pool you've decided to choose from. And then we choose from there. And you can't say no again. We yeah. just have to negotiate then. It's down to the negotiation phase once you've got the short list. When you've already vetoed something, next mm-hmm. time that you're selecting, like just say you picked Jack Ryan and now you finish that series mm. and you want to start something new. If he has already mm. suggested, you know, a movie that you vetoed, can he bring it up again? Oh, absolutely. Which is what he's done. And does any of those, do any of those choices get a second look or you just instantly veto it a second time? I think that's how time? Man in the High Castle came around. So I was okay. like, absolutely not. Nazi thing, no. That's just a bummer. He just... Uh, brought it to the table so many times you're like all right he's really keen on this maybe i'll see what it's about actually i think it was the agreement with that basically was okay you can watch it but i'm really tired so i'm probably just going to fall asleep so if you're going to watch it may as well be tonight (laughs) (laughs) i have to sit through it as well but it was it was kind of like a long hard day at work so i was like well that's fine if you really want to watch it tonight's the night because i'll be asleep 10 minutes in yeah. And then 30 minutes in, I was like, let's watch the next one. When um, my sister and her ex-boyfriend uh, were watching Game of Thrones, I guess he really wanted to watch it with her and she didn't care at all. So the only way that she would agree to uh, watching it with him was that if he would give her a massage the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I guess well. he really wanted someone to watch Game of Thrones with that badly. So for like multiple episodes, they would watch it and she would just basically be getting a massage. Sounds like a pretty sweet deal, to be honest. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So this wasn't even a deal. It was, for me, I thought a smart move. Because I was like, you get to watch your show. There's one off the list I don't have to hear about anymore. And I've slept through it. 
but you're also committing to like a multiple, like it could be like a 10 episode season or whatever it is. I thought it was a movie when we started oh, watching it. So okay. that was my downfall. I know. Yeah. I was like, I won't be seeing this. Watch whatever you like, basically, <laughs> was my kind of. So I was like, yeah, no vetoes today. You can choose whatever because I'll be asleep by minute three. Yep. But no, it turned out to be great. All right. I think that brings us to the end of another episode. Thanks, everyone, for listening. You can email me, ben, at insaneramblings.net. You can reach me, vicky, at insaneramblings.net. Podcast at insaneramblings.net will find us also. You can also find us on Facebook, of course, um, where there will be shareable clips um, as well as behind-the-scenes stuff and you'll be alerted when all of our new episodes come out. Facebook.com slash Insane Ramblings. Jump on iTunes where you can rate, review and subscribe so every new episode is automatically downloaded whenever it comes out. And, of course, you can always find us on Spotify. Away, Seaboat. Away, Seaboat. Three, two, one, show. <laughs> I'm pretty tired today, so I'm not as giggly about three, two, one, show. As I it mean, turns we've out. had we've had like three episodes of it. I feel like the joke's going to run thin eventually. Well, I was realizing, actually, speaking of that, that I think I might have told this show on the pod, this uh, story on the podcast, actually. So, but I have been laughing again today about a joke that is probably. 20 years old and it wasn't even that hilarious to begin with it's a you had to be this situation to start with what was the and joke? i still laugh about it 20 years later what was it uh the jokes it's a bit windy <laughs> okay i don't remember that one <laughs> I guess. no 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 it wasn't to do with you you weren't there i guess yeah i know but i feel like if it was uh, on the podcast you would have told me at some point Oh, no, that particular joke. I think I was just talking about jokes that you laugh about from like 15 years ago. So I laugh about a joke from eight years ago from the movie um, The Invention of Lying. The Ricky Gervais one. Yeah, me and my friends still make a joke. The, um, oh, I was hoping for a crappy mansion. We still make jokes about. But is it just repeating that line or you build no, on the joke? No, but it's like when we go, like we stayed at, it's not that funny. I don't know why we still laugh about it, but like we stayed at, what is it? Like the Novotel in Thailand mm. and we got there and it was like amazing. Obviously it's the Novotel and we were like, oh, I was hoping for a crappy hotel. And that's the extent of the joke. But does he say that in the movie? Not him, but he's like talking to his followers about how there's heaven and like you're going to get there and everyone gets an amazing mansion. And one guy's like, oh, I was hoping for a crappy mansion. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just like so funny. I don't know why. It's just so silly. And so every time like we get something good or like we do something nice, like, oh, I was hoping for a crappy, like whatever. But yeah, the It's Windy. Yeah, what's the It's Windy thing? The girl, It's not even, again, like it's you had to be there. So we went to like school sports. Do you remember it was like that place in like the deep western suburbs that was like two hours away? Yeah, there was a bunch of schools that were forever away. Yeah, so this one was like one, probably the furthest. Anyway, my friend, like Heidi, you know Heidi, mm. got out of the bus and it was literally like blowing a gale. She like, like her skirt like let lifted up, like her hair, like it was literally like so windy that she stumbled to the side. It was like blowing a gale. The bus was like rocking with wind. And she turns around and she's like, it's a bit 
windy like, <laughs> between like gusts that were like stealing her voice. <laughs> and we're like, Sounds yeah, we, we see. We kind of, we <laughs> yeah. got the gist. Yeah, it was like seriously like a fucking hurricane. And she's like trying to tell us like it's a bit windy. <laughs> um, so again, like you had to be there, I guess. And it's not, even if you were there, it wasn't like we were rolling in the aisles. It was just no. like a good laugh. But, like, yeah, it's still 10 years on, we'll say, like, it's a bit windy on, like, a windy day. <laughs> well, that, that one, at least, you know, <laughs> I can get behind that one a bit more than your invention of lying reference. Really? Why? I just don't think there's much of a joke with the invention lying thing. It really feels <laughs> like a, you had to be there type situation. Uh, yeah, both of them were. <laughs> anyway, right. three, two, one, show. It's in ramblings.